This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not meant as a substitute for or replacement of working with a mental or medical health professional. Welcome to Taboo Talk Time with Dr. Eva, where we inspire a movement towards breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and unhinging the taboo. Taboo Talk Time hosts guest experts from around the world in the mental and medical health fields who are passionate about making a difference in our society. Visit tabutalktime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, online couples courses, live couples retreats, and of course, our free podcast. Here is your host, Dr. Eva Brown, licensed marriage and family therapist and intimacy specialist. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk Time. My name is Dr. Eva Brown. I'm the host of the show, and I have a very special guest, Amy Lassiter, on with me today. Welcome to the show. Yay! Yay! We're so happy to have you, Amy. Very cool. She actually works with growth, and she is a growth and success strategist for high-achieving women, and she's fabulous. I wanted to have her come on. I was looking, I always, you know, stalk my guests. I'm like, who do I want on my show? And, you know, because I really want to make sure that you guys get the best of the best when you're coming on to the Taboo Talk Time show, right? And of course, you guys are watching this on YouTube right now. However, we also have it on podcasts on iTunes and Google Play. There's lots of ways to consume the information. So make sure to check out our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Or if you like to consume information with video, then we've created this for you. So once again, Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And we're going to talk about the three tips to embody your head, your heart, and your mind, especially when it comes to entrepreneurial women. And I'm sure this can also apply to men as well in some regard if you're watching and you're a man, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so for those of you that are really interested in this, we're going to jump into the topic. Amy, if you can tell them a little bit about you know, the top three tips that you want to share with the listeners and um, what your thoughts are about how they can start to apply this to their life. Sure. So a lot of times what I find in high achievers is, pardon me, is, you know, understanding that we are, have a tendency to be future focused. And so that typically means that we're planners by nature that we really like looking forward into the future. And so what that can sometimes do is really get us focused on our big vision, our dreams, and our wishes. And when we're only focused on our wishes and our wants, which ideally we're focusing on, it can make it really hard for us to move through to the next stages and often what I call that is like bridging the gap between where we really are in our lives and where we want to head because we're already there in our mind on the wishes and wants. Yeah. So if you're already there in your mind on your wishes and wants, what what is your thought process about how they can start to move into that thought process even more, right? If they're struggling with that. So we're really talking about wanting to embody them. And that means that we have to be where we are. And a lot of times that can make us uncomfortable because we're not where we want to be yet. So that gets into really understanding the shoulds, what I call the should, coulds, and cans. And really learning how to manage our energy 
which requires us to be present. So it's a lot of mindfulness work. It's a lot of looking at what our thought patterns are and making sure that we're not pursuing a should or a could because that distracts us, right? Shiny object syndrome, squirrel. It distracts us from our focus and from what our wish and our want is. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. So when we start shooting all over ourselves, oh, I should be doing this. Oh, I should be doing that. And it's like, well, yes, but is this where we want to be spending our energy? It's not so much about time management. It's about energy management. And if we're prioritizing those things to hit our wishes and our wants, or are we getting caught up in the coulds? Somebody needs this. I could do that because nobody else is providing the service. So I'll do that. Well, you're suctioning and sectioning off energy now. That's going to take away from your future goal. So really trying to understand how are you managing your time and your energy? Where are the shifts coming in or the coulds? Or I can do that. Interesting. Yeah. I really like your distinction. What's that, dear? I was going to say, so it's just really important that we're really examining what our wants are and not getting caught up in what society decides is our growth and our success because that can look so many different ways because I I was like, I haven't listened. I was going to say, like, I'm not sure if I can cuss, but it's like shoulds <laughs> and coulds and can'ts can be sneaky little shits and dress up as wants. Right, yeah. It's like, well, I'm supposed to want this, so we pursue it when it turns out it's like, ah, oh, crap. It was That's a should. Really wanted. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, be careful what you tell yourself, right? It's be careful how you're talking to yourself, the, the ticker tape. Mm-hmm. That's running in your mind, right? It's the limiting Mm -hmm. belief system, the limiting belief system, the societal belief system, things that, you know, we are informed by even on a conscious level or even in a subconscious level, right? Really tapping into what's informing you, what are my beliefs about this, and what am I shitting, right? I always call it Mm -hmm. shitting all over yourself. How am Mm -hmm. I shitting all over myself, shitting all over myself, or or cutting all over myself, right? All these types of things that we're used to, especially here in America and globally, I would say, really. I mean, a lot of a lot of people are really going through this concept of, you know, what does the world say that I'm supposed to do? And then what do I want, need, or desire? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And how do you how do you juxtapose that in that mindfulness practice? I think that's what you're trying to say. What you're what you're coming across as, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, and that gets back into in order to get to your wishes and your wants, and if we're going to bridge that gap, you have to be where you are, and sometimes that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. So we have to do that mindfulness work of well, what's being, what's so uncomfortable about mm-hmm. here, and especially when I start talking to women who are like hustling really hard and like they're yeah. working, it's kind of sometimes I ask them, I'm like, what are you running from? Mm-hmm. What is so terrifying? about being here in this moment. What makes, yeah. What's uncomfortable about being here? Cause if we can't deal with here, we're not going to be able to bridge that gap. So we need to start talking about what's going on with your mindset. Where are you limiting yourself? Um, you know, I was asked a really powerful question the other day is, you know, what's the opposite of pleasure? Well, and it's, you know, some people are like, I don't even know what pleasure is. Yeah. And some people responded with, you know, all, all different kinds of things. So we have to get uncomfortable with 
and sit with what's going on with us right now. Are we trying to outrun something? Are we trying to outpace something? Mm-hmm. And the question, then we have to, yeah, right. And then we get into the voices of never enough mm-hmm. and too much. Like what I want is too much. And then we can start getting into money and we can start getting into power and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah. And, Yes, exactly. All those uh, paradigms, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Money, power, uh, communication, power, patriarchy, matriarchy. I mean, there's so many different things that you can get stuck in depending on Mm -hmm. your system and also your view of the world, how you're interacting with the world. It's the work that you're doing, Amy. Well, thanks. I really enjoy it. And, you know, I think Again, one of the things that I get confused a lot about is, you know, when we talk about the, you know, the matriarchy and the patriarchy, you know, I often sometimes feel like there's this bumping of heads and it's like, we're, we're both powerful in our own ways. Why does one, saying that one is powerful, how does that diminish the power of the other? It doesn't. And like, we're both okay on our own and we're even more powerful together. So how can we... Yes. Create that. And, you know, we kind of get caught up in that shoulding and could, and this is what it looks like in my workplace, or this is what it looks like in my career to behave, but that's not my version of success. That's not the version of me that I want to be. So it's also learning about where are we out of alignment? Yeah. And where, where we feel like we're a victim. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, how does that victimization role play in, in your, you know, in your argument too? And I just actually, you know, I, I, I actually recently up leveled my idea of that as well with my family system because, you know, our family systems test us the most, right? And it's very mm-hmm. easy for us to fall into victimization with family systems, um, you know, whether it's mom or dad or they're doing it again, you know, all that type thing, right? And it's very easy to subscribe to that. But if you're talking about energy, it's actually one of those things that you can manage, right? You can say, you know, how am I showing up? in this relationship? How am I enabling this relationship? And also, if I feel like the energy is off or something like that, how can I create a boundary there, right? And start to really take full accountability and ownership of Mm -hmm. these things as opposed to just feeling like a victim. And nobody really likes that word victim. It's actually like a terrible word, right? Because it just, it really shows that I have no power here. But it's actually a really good word for describing what you're doing, which is giving up your power to, you know, the shoulds, the coulds, the cans, right? Mm -hmm. And every time you do that, I think, you know, what Amy is, is saying here is that every time that you do that, you give up your voice. Every time you do that, you give up your need or mm-hmm. your want or your desire to help or heal the world, if that's what it is, or to help yourself or whatever it may be for you, right? It depends on if you're a light yeah. for yourself or for your family or on a grander scale, you know, if you're watching this and you're a leader. Right. Yeah. Well, and honestly, that was one of the things, you know, I wrote an article a while back and it was talked, you know, because I have, you know, somebody in the, you know, in my community kind of gave me a snide look when I said, well, you know, I want to help, you know, CEOs and leadership and women and that. And they're like, oh, I don't want to help CEOs. I was like, think about all the things that a CEO does. Like they're watching what's coming in. They're watching what's going out They're You know, on a timetable, they're, you know, structuring everything. Doesn't that sound a lot like parenthood? Yeah. It does. <laughs> I'm like, 
mothers are CEOs. A lot of mothers or whoever the primary caregiver is, I'm like, they're CEOs of their households. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like you're tracking all of it and you're trying to, you know, I'm like, so there's just this part of me that's like, no, those are exactly the people I want to help. If you're a CEO and you're managing and leading, and is there anything more important than leading your own family? No, I mean, honestly, listen, I mean, <laughs> I think it's, I think that we can have a both and conversation about that, you know, that, you know, whether you're leading a country or the world, uh, a world leader, or you're leading your family system. I mean, to me, I see it one and the same. And, and as a matter of fact, I think they're both equally important, right? Because, you know, there might be someone that's a world leader that decided not to have children or something like that, or maybe they do have children and they're doing both and, or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe they're not stepping into that role, but they're the CEO of their household. And to me, I don't know about you, but you know, the family CEO is such an important role because you're taking your family on a very micro level and developing all these things and you know, your stuff, your shit shows up in that place too, just as oh, yeah. in your business, you know, if not more. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, you know, to me, it's like the two toughest job is owning your own business and being a parent. Yes. I would agree a hundred percent. You know, <laughs> I'm like, you want, you want to get up and up close and personal with your stuff. Do yeah. one, do one of the things or do both. I mean, it'll yes. be exactly. there and you're, and you're going to have to find a way to overcome that. And that's when we start embodying being where we are, when we really start sitting with the shoulds and the coulds and the cans. And should I be doing that? Well, is that what I want? And that's when I really start also really talking about that mm-hmm. outward focus that, you know, all of our, if our, all of our energy is always going out, how do we refill ourselves? Because as a leader, you're guiding, you're mentoring, you're doing all yeah. that, which is all of that. And that's actually what, um, you know, the freebie that I have today is really kind of about. It's, it's the um, Soulpreneur's Guide um, to Success. And it's about self-care. What are the four areas that we need to look at it for self-care? And I think I have something like 47 tips. Oh, wow. On, yeah, and different ways on how we can care for ourselves. And a lot of it does circle around mindfulness. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I like the idea of that. I really like the idea of that, Amy. And I'm going to go ahead and put that in this in the show notes for everyone. Awesome. Um, success plan for solopreneurs. You know, so mm-hmm. it sounds like that's going to be really cool. And if you want to contact um, Amy so you can work with her, if you're a woman and you're thinking, yes, th- she's calling to me. This is exactly what I need to do. I need to work on my energy. I need to work on my mindfulness. I need to work on my shoulds, my coulds in my cans, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff and really shift the, the conversation towards more being more strategic with your mindset. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. And I help people bridge the gap from where they are to where they want to go and do it in a way that feels really good to them and who they are so they can show up in the world. Yeah, that's awesome. So if, if they want to reach out to you, Amy, how can they do that? What's your website? Um, my website is amylassiter.com. Um, I've got a little bit of website shame right now, so I'm in the middle of a redo, but you can check it out. 
It's okay. I'll own it. I'll own it. (laughs) That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and post all the new links and everything for you. And of course, there's social media pages and stuff like that. If this is feel like it's vibrating and resonating for you. Do you have any um, last minute thoughts that you'd really like to impart on the listeners, Amy? You know, honestly, one of the things that I tell people all the time is that it's like that 30 second elevator speech. You're worth fighting for. Your business is worth fighting for. You are worth fighting for. Your family is worth fighting for. Mm. You're worth it. Yeah. You're worth it. Yes. And get yourself a mentor and a coach that can help guide you. You know, I have so many mentors. I have so many coaches. I can't even tell you. I'm just like, you know, who am I calling today? <laughs> or who do I have right? to this week? Right. You know, and it just depends like every mentor and every person that you have, they're not going to fill all the roles. Right. But it's finding one person that really fits this niche for you. And then another person that really fits that niche. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to find someone that's really all encompassing in that way, then that's fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, find yourself a mentor, find yourself a coach. If Amy's really resonating with you, check her out. I'll make sure I put all your information in there as well. And thank you so much everyone for listening and being a part of the Taboo Talk Time movement. It's all about breaking through societal norms. It's about increasing mental health awareness and getting to a place where we're really aware of the things that are going on in our society and in our minds, really just breaking through those societal norms, the norms that we have in our mind, like we were talking about today with Amy, and really getting out of the prison cell, right? Getting out of the prison cell of our mind. And really, that's the whole point of the Tabby Talk Time movement. So if you're thinking that this is really resonating with you, please share it with your friends, with your family. Maybe there's an episode, like a specific episode that somebody might benefit. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play. And once again, we love you and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining the Taboo Talk Time Movement. Go ahead and like and subscribe to our fun, free, and informative podcast. And of course, don't forget to share us with your friends. Visit TabooTalkTime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, private intensives, as well as her online couples courses and live couples retreats. As always, we appreciate your listenership and can't wait to share all of our new up-and-coming Taboo Talk Time podcasts with you. See you next time.